0: Funding for this program is provided by Big Podcast. It's Build a Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters. I'm David Hooper, and this is the podcast about growing your audience, making impact with your podcast, making money with your podcast. If you want tech, not the place for you, man. This is about marketing. This is about connection. This is about making real change with your audio message. This episode is the audio version of my weekly newsletter that is called Big Podcast Insider. It goes out every Friday morning, New York time. Everything that I'm talking about here is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. And here's what I'm talking about on this episode. How the money is made in podcasting. You want more subscribers? More reviews? Use this word. Podcast hosting lessons from great copywriting. I'm going to talk about a podcast episode title analyzer tool. A conversation about podcast editing, an example of they zig, you zag in podcasting, somebody doing just the opposite and getting big results. Also classified ads, things I think you should be aware of. This episode brought to you by Riverside.fm, the leading platform to record studio quality, remote podcast and video. It's used by over 70,000 people and companies, also individuals, people like Guy Raz, Gary Vee, podcast called First Class Founders. They interviewed me the other day. We use Riverside.fm. It records locally on each participant's computer, uploads to the cloud, meaning that you get the highest quality possible in terms of sound and video quality for each person speaking. There's an iOS app. Somebody doesn't have a computer to use, doesn't have a microphone, iOS app works. Hold the phone up to your mouth. You're gonna get great sound with Riverside.fm. You can try it free right now. They've got a couple of hours for you just to check it out. It's enough to do an interview, maybe two interviews. If you wanna keep it, I've got a discount code for you. It's gonna get you 15% off. That code Big Podcast B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. The URL riverside.fm. Check it out. See if you like it. And use the code if you do. Get 15% off. Big Podcast B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S T. Everything that I mentioned on this episode, how money is made in podcasting. Let's talk about podcast editing, the counterintuitive podcast example I'm going to give you. In between each of these things that I go through, I'm going to play this sound. That's how you know that I'm changing from one topic to another. And again, all these things linked if you want to follow along. That is at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Let's get going. How the money is made in podcasting. Remember Call Her Daddy? It was really a big deal a couple of years ago, a podcast that came out of nowhere, and it became arguably the top female-hosted podcast ever. Just to be clear, Call Her Daddy is still a big deal. Let's look at the history of it. In 2020, it was the fifth most popular podcast on Spotify. In 2021 and 2022, it was ranked as the second most popular podcast on Spotify. How much money is involved with a podcast like this? And what other opportunities did those who were involved with Call Her Daddy? Because that's changed. We're going to talk about that here in a sec. What kind of opportunity did those people have? If you're curious about how the money works, I've got an interview linked. It's with the original co-host, Sophia Franklin. I think I need to jump in here break this fourth wall. (laughs) Let me tell you my thoughts on Call Her Daddy. The two original co-hosts, Sophia's one of them, Alex Cooper is the other. There was a split. It was over money. It was over, who knows? We really don't know. And a lot of people pick sides. I'm not picking a side. I'm sharing this interview with you because I think you're going to find it interesting about what can happen, what can happen rather quickly, what can happen when you don't have a plan, what can happen when you're not grounded. Who knows? There's a lot going on offered without commentary in a way, you know, it's just not my thing. Is there some good to what they're doing? Yeah, there is. They're talking about mental health. They're talking about some deep stuff. Is there some bad? Look, I'm not making a judgment, man. I'm not making a judgment. It's not because I'm a prude. Again, I have nothing to say about it other than I think it's an interesting business. And I think that they're covering some good stuff that some people find helpful, but it's not for me. So I'm not the one to say, yeah, this sucks or this is great. However, From a marketing standpoint, from a partnership standpoint, from a money-making standpoint, there's some good things. Arguably, the brand and the heat that the podcast had initially, I think it was more valuable than the podcast itself. They had a hoodie, a shirt, merchandise, something. It said unwell, one word, unwell. Sold a million dollars of them. That's the kind of money that we're talking about. So you can imagine the other money that's coming in, personal appearances, the advertising money. Lots of merch, spinoff shows, an alcohol company. She talks about that in this interview. And again, something for you to consider as you grow your podcast. Are you going to have an alcohol brand ever? I don't know. You might. Most people will not. Still, what these ladies went through is something for you to think as you grow your podcast, as you partner with people. Also worth considering how things can go sideways very quickly when money and egos get involved. That has nothing to do with podcasts, nothing to do with the topic, nothing to do with the partnerships. To me, it's really about not being clear, not being clear about what you want, not being clear about expectations, not being clear about I am doing this, you as my partner are doing this. Here's what's expected. Who keeps the copyrights and trademarks when somebody decides to leave the partnership? A lot of things for you to think about. And I think you're gonna get a lot out of this. It is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts about it. And if you've got thoughts about how to not get in this situation yourself, reach out to me. I'm on Twitter at David Hooper. Bigpodcast.com is the way to get me. You can reach me there as well. Hit me up. Let me know what you think about partnerships, what you've done, what you think these ladies did right, what they did wrong, because they did a little bit of both. It's linked newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Want more subscribers? Hell yeah, you do. Want more reviews? Yeah, use this word. Because, that's the word, it is a magic word when you want to get people to do something. There's a famous study, all copywriters know it. I call it the copy machine study. A professor at Harvard, he had researchers request to break in a line of people waiting to use a busy copy machine on a college campus. Under 30, let me explain this to you. Sometimes called a Xerox machine, a photocopier, it basically replicates whatever's on paper. That's a copy machine if you're not aware. Maybe you know what a Xerox is. Maybe you don't. I'm not going to assume. And the reason I bring this up is because these are the quotes that the researchers used to try to cut in the line. Excuse me, I have five pages. May I use the Xerox machine? Excuse me, I have five pages. May I use the Xerox machine? Because I have to make copies. Excuse me, I have five pages. May I use the Xerox machine? Because I'm in a rush. That first one excuse me, I have five pages. May I use the Xerox machine? 60% of people said yes. Most people, they just don't like friction. And this is something good when you think about interviewing guests on your podcast. If you ask, most people are not gonna say, no, I'm not gonna answer that. They're gonna answer it. Most people, again, just don't like friction. So if you ask, most people are gonna say yes because of that. Number two, excuse me, I have five copies. May I use the Xerox machine? Because I have to make copies. <laughs> It cracks me up because why else would you use the Xerox machine, all right? 93% of people said yes. Excuse me, I have five pages. May I use the Xerox machine? Because I'm in a rush. 94% of people said yes. So about 50% more people said yes if you said because, a reason why. And this is how it relates to your podcast. If you say, please go rate and review my podcast because that will help me reach more people with this podcast. People see my podcast before they listen to it. And if they see your good review there, that will encourage them to take a chance on this podcast. It'll really help me if you rate and review because that will help me to get more listeners and continue to spread this message. If you use words like that or copy like that, you will get more people to rate and review your podcast. Same thing for getting more subscribers. You'll hear me say this at the very end of every single episode of this podcast. Never miss an episode. In order to subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode, here's what you do. I don't want you to just subscribe. I'm telling you why. When you subscribe, you will never miss an episode because you don't want to miss an episode. That's the reason or reason why. Because people want to know that. Here is your action step. You want people to subscribe to your podcast? Let them know why. You want people to leave a review for your podcast? Let them know why. Related if you go to Apple Podcast, wherever you leave your podcast reviews, look up Build a Big Podcast, leave a review. People see me before they hear me. This will help me reach more listeners with this message. The more people that I reach, the more money I can make, the more money I can make, the more of these podcasts that I can do. Look this podcast up wherever you review your podcast. Build a Big Podcast is the name. Please leave me a rating, a review, something. Throw me a bone, man. And that's why. It's gonna help me reach more people. That is how it's done. Podcast hosting lessons from great copywriting. Let's continue the copywriting thread. I went through a list of 17 copywriting tips and it struck me how many similarities there are between the written word and podcast hosting. And not only just podcast hosting, something spoken. First of all, the article itself, and I've got it linked, it's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. It's no filler, no wasted words. Always best to get to the point, whether you're writing something down or whether you're on your podcast, that's a great lesson. Let me give you three others though. This is important copywriting. If you're doing any kind of email, social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and also on your podcast, don't kill your personality. People often ask me for a magic trick as far as growing a podcast audience. If there were a magic trick, at least for the audience attraction part of this, I would say that's personality. Another way to say this, let them feel you, man. Let them know you exist. Several years ago, Napster turned the music industry on its head. Free music was suddenly available everywhere. People were talking about it. I was in the music industry, as you know. They asked a musician named Busta Rhymes. Remember him? Woo-ha! That guy. They said, Busta Rhymes, are you worried? And he said, no. You're not worried? No. They can't copy me. And if we're honest about our podcast, most of the content that we publish, pretty similar to the next guy as far as this subject. So How do we compete? Make it so they can't copy you. That's personality. That's what makes you stand out. Is the foundation that our podcast and all this great content that we've got. It's the foundation that all that's built on. Big lesson number two, stories make you memorable. Personality is the foundation, but it's the stories that give your content structure. Last week, Easter. Do you celebrate it? Let's say you don't, even if you're not Christian. You probably heard, you probably know the story of Easter. Why is that? Well, it's a common story it gets repeated a lot, but it's because stories are memorable. They crucified Jesus. There's a tomb. Three days later, he's gone. That's the story. Now, there's some other elements to that story. I'm not going to get in there. <laughs> I'm not going to. Don't be offended by that. I'm not going to go that deep about the significance of that story or why we hear it all the time. But that's the basic story, right? You can use that same technique to spread your message. And you might say to yourself, look, I'm not NPR. not going to get into all these stories and storytelling podcasts. Story doesn't have to be elaborate. It can be as simple as a couple of sentences about Busta Rhymes. Throw these stories into your content. Bring your personality along with it. It's a one-two punch. Big lesson number three, add this. Think slippery slide. The purpose of a written headline, if you're looking at ad, this is what I'm talking about. Imagine this, newspaper ad, billboard, big headline. What's the purpose of that? It's to make the reader keep going. And the same is true for both the title of your podcast and its opening intro. You wanna make a potential listener want to listen and a listener, somebody who's taking the chance, want to keep listening. Use this podcast as an example. Build a big podcast. The title, not sexy, but it tells you what it is. The episode titles, they tell you what it is. They tell you what I'm talking about. The episode notes, they tell you what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about when I say, they see you before they listen to you. And when they listen to you, hey, it's David Hooper, bigpodcast.com is the site. This podcast, not about tech. I'm talking about growing your audience. I'm talking about making a connection. I'm talking about making money with your podcast. Immediately, I get into it. If you're into making money with your podcast, you wanna grow your audience, this is the podcast for you. You're gonna continue to listen. If you're into tech, right away, I say, "Uh, not about tech, man. Maybe you ought to go somewhere else. And that's basically what I'm saying. Sometimes I say that but you'll know if it's not a match for you. So will your listeners. And that's fine. Not everybody's going to like you. You're not doing a podcast for everyone. You're doing a podcast for some people and you want those some people to really like it, to really be engaged with it. Not only listen to one episode, but listen to all your episodes, interact with you, buy your stuff, subscribe, rate, review, whatever. Got 17 of these suggestions for you. All of them linked. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Podcast episode title analyzer tool. All right, so you've got the name of your podcast. You've got the episode title of your podcast. Two ways that you're going to get people to listen to your podcast and throwing that intro in there, get them to keep listening. Let's talk about specifically the episode title because this is a tool that will analyze this. It's actually a headline analyzer. Like I mentioned a minute ago, that's the thing that gets people to read initially. Then you want to get them to keep reading. Well, your episode title, Your show title, that's what gets people to download your stuff, press play. This tool will analyze your episode title. How does it work? You input the title of your podcast, you hit enter, and you get back a headline quality store. It's based on an algorithm built on the principles of behavior model theory and neuroscience and advertising. What? What does that even mean? Here's what it means. The algorithm looks at more than 300 unique variables to help your titles capture attention, increase listens, and deliver a stronger impression. For fun, I used a tool called Cast Magic. This is an AI tool. It's linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I used last week's version of Big Podcast Insider, the audio version, put it in Cast Magic, and it gave me five titles. I'll give them to you, let you know what this headline analyzer said about them. Here's episode title number one Recording People's Stories, The Importance of Documenting History Through Podcasting. Interview Tips David Hooper's Guide to Getting the Best Out of Your Guests. The Power of Nostalgia, Using Memories to Connect with Your Podcast Audience, Make Money with Your Podcast, David Hooper's Tips for Monetizing Your Content. The fifth one, The Art of Interviewing, Tips and Tricks for Every Podcaster. Which one would you think is best? The one that won, and these were all pretty close. The low score was 69, the high score 74. The one with 74 was Interviewing Tips, David Hooper's Guide to Getting the Best Out of Your Guests. Why do you think that is? Well. Tips. I think that shows that there are segments. Tips are something that's easy for people to implement, but also it tells what you get when you do implement them. David Hooper's guide to getting the best out of your guest. This headline tool really likes using names. I don't know if you're going to have good luck with that. You may. Sometimes podcasters do, if the name in your title is somebody that people recognize. If I said something like Barack Obama's guide to being president, if you're thinking, man, that sounds very liberal of you, David. All right, Donald Trump's guide to being president, whatever. If I said a name that people felt strongly about, there's some people that are going to be attracted to that name and more likely to listen. And there's some people like, eh, heard that guy. That's the issue with a press junket. Sometimes you'll see people come out with a new book. They do a ton of press around it. And they're on 80,000 podcasts the week of the launch. All right. I'm sorry, I've already heard Seth Godin's interview this week (laughs) 20 times. (laughs) Nothing against Seth, right? But how many times do we want to do that same interview? This goes back to what I'm talking about earlier, bringing your personality in, doing a little different variation of the content. Basically the same content, but doing it in a different way. That's what's going to get you, the listeners, make your podcast stand out a little bit. You see how this all comes together. Copywriting, personality, stories. And if you've got that going in and you put a name that people know, oh, that's interesting. I wonder what he talked about with Seth Godin. That's going to get you something better than just Seth Godin. And I'm not picking on Seth. I'm just using him as a very successful business author, the author of the best-selling business book of all time. You know him. But again, one of those guys, maybe like Barack Obama, Donald Trump, people feel strongly about him. Some people really resonate with him. He's going to attract some people. Some people, eh. You know, I already heard the 80,000 interviews that he did this week. I don't need another one. Anyway, it's a cool tool. I've got it linked. It's newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Throw your episode titles in there. Let me know what it says about them. I'd be curious what it says, what it likes, what it doesn't like. Hit me up on Twitter, at David Hooper on Twitter, Mastodon, I'm there. I've got links to my social media. Also links to the tool, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Let's talk about your podcast editing. I saw this comment from an editor last week. Podcast editor. As a transcription editor, Descript is great, but once it transfers to audio, it really shows how blunt of an axe it uses to edit tape. So, Descript, if you don't know, you give it your podcast audio and it's a transcription tool. Using AI, it will write what you have spoken. What's interesting about it, what a lot of people like about it, is that you can take what's basically a Word document, remove a paragraph, change a paragraph up, knock out a few words. Knock out the ums, the ahs, whatever from the sentence or paragraph that you got. It will change the audio as you were changing the words on the screen. So it's like editing a Word document, but it's actually editing audio. The issue is a lot of people are running their words together. They're round, 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 That's one big ass word, mush mouth. They're not ending a word. They're ending a word mashing two or three words together. That's super common. I do that all the time and I've got a lot of practice behind the mic. I agree with this guy. He's right. Let me tell you how I use Descript or any of these tools. I mentioned Riverside.fm. They've got a similar tool. If you've got hours and hours of tape, say you go to a long interview, three, four hours long, you're looking for clips, you write down keywords, Descript or Riverside.fm, these tools will allow you to search Via a word, you type it in, say the word is Barack Obama. Mention Barack Obama here, 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 here. It will pull that out for you. You can go directly to that clip. You can grab it. You don't have to listen to hours and hours of tape to find it. It's amazing for that. But if you're going to start removing words via that word document, it gets a little heavy handed. For example, if I've got that slurred word, if I said, Barack Obama did this, and I take out did this, but I've mashed up Obama did this it's going to say Barack Obama it's going to leave that audio without that last syllable I'm not telling you not to use it I'm not saying it doesn't have its place but never ever 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 release an edit made with Descript or other similar tools without listening to it got more information linked newsletter.bigpodcast.com They zig, you zag. Let's talk about this, doing the opposite of what everybody else is doing. There is a podcast It is called The Conscious Style Podcast on Ethical and Sustainable Fashion. It's a long word, right? We'll just call it Conscious Style Podcast. It's a great example of doing the opposite of what most people are doing. If you spent any time on TikTok or Instagram, you've likely seen influencers, gonna put that in quotes, they're promoting inexpensive stylish clothing. We call that fast fashion. We're talking companies that have new styles every couple of weeks, These clothes aren't meant to be worn a lot. think about my grandfather. (laughs) One time he gave me some socks, some blue socks. You know, the gold toes? Dress socks, I guess you call them. And I said, these are great socks. What are you doing? They're brand new. He said, "Uh, you know, I already got some. Wear until they're threadbare. I mean, that was the kind of guy that he was. Grew up during the Depression, right? Worked in the coal mines of Virginia. Those kind of people, you don't find them on TikTok. They're wearing something today. Toss in it tomorrow. So there's an issue, right? What you don't see these influencers talking about is what happens when they toss the clothing in the garbage, unfair labor practices, unsustainable sourcing of material. Is it a buzzkill? Hell yeah. That's exactly why they don't talk about it. Who wants to be reminded of dangerous working conditions and toxic waste dumps? Actually, a lot of people. A lot of people are really concerned about fast fashion. And those people, they love the Conscious Style podcast on ethical and sustainable fashion. You do not need to chase trends to do well in podcasting. In fact, you do very well doing the opposite of what's trending. When they're doing fast fashion, you do sustainable fashion. When they're doing get rich fast, get rich quickly, you do get rich slowly. Non-passive income. I'm going to work for my money. (laughs) We kind of had that, right? You had the passive income guys. What's the opposite of that? Hustle, hustle, hustle. Do it, do it, do it. And now you've got the opposite of that. Hustle culture is stupid. Be smart. You know, they zig you zag. You can make a lot of money with this. The anti-diet, you've seen that kind of thing. Eat all you want. That's what I thought about Atkins. Man, I remember Atkins came on. It's about 20 years ago. Going out with a friend. She's like, oh, I'm on a diet. I'm thinking it's like quinoa, kale, lettuce, something. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'll take some eggs, sausage, steak, extra fat. I was like, what the? What are you doing? And she explained it to me, right? It's the anti-diet. That's what Atkins was. And look how much that blew up. And then there's the anti-diet to that. This is how it works. Pendulum goes one way. You put it the other way. Or maybe you're in the middle. And as that pendulum swinging, you catch people in the middle. The point is do what you do. Don't chase trends. Do something that's sustainable for you. Not only should fashion be sustainable, your ability to put out episodes that should be sustainable as well. Anything else you've seen, I want to know about it. Reach out to me on Twitter, bigpodcast.com. That's a great way to do it. Mastodon, great way to reach me. All the links, more information about Sustainable Podcast and also the Conscious Style Podcast. That's linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Got some classified ads for you. Missing Letter, it's an all-in-one promotion platform that turns podcasts into engaging social media posts and helps you solve distribution by finding the best influencers in your niche. Speaking of this newsletter, not the audio version you're listening to, but newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Have I mentioned it? Yeah, the written version goes out every Friday morning New York time. I use Missing Letter for this. Every issue goes out via Missing Letter. It goes out to various influencers with a combined reach of about one and a half million people. I'm not saying all those people are seeing it, but you have the potential using Missing Letter to reach a ton of people. It's really easy to use. I've got more information and a direct link to it at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. And speaking of social media, Publer, social media scheduler, you can use Publer to schedule and analyze all your social media posts from a single dashboard. They've got AI. They also have, and this is one of those things that the pendulum is swinging on, they also have Twitter. A lot of posting tools do not have Twitter anymore. You know how much it costs? up to $100,000 a month for an API. Insane, man. So a lot of people are like, forget this. And a lot of people don't want Twitter anymore. But if you do, and if you want to schedule it, Publer is one of the ways to do it. I've got it linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Thanks for hanging out with me. If you want to make sure that you never miss an episode, all right, here we go. I'm going to use this lesson. This is how to subscribe. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. I've got three links for you. I make it very easy to get every episode of Build a Big Podcast. Listen as much or as little as you want. No obligation, but you're going to have the option. One click is all it takes for you to get it on iPhone, Android. I've got an RSS feed. I've got a QR code. You can scan it with your phone. It will get you every episode of Build a Big Podcast that you want directly to your phone. So you can take me in the car. You can take me to the gym. You can take me to church. You can take me to court. Wherever you're going, I'm going to go with you because you've got your phone with you. You do, don't you? Think about it right now. Yeah, reach down in your pocket. It's there. you got your phone with you. And you can listen to me even more on your phone by going to bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. I've got some good stuff coming up, more on Twitter, social media, more on building an audience. I'm trying to step up the number of episodes that I do that are not Big Podcast Insider episodes because I've got some good stuff coming up for you. The podcast Jumpstart, that is coming around again, an all new version of it. You can get it for free if you want details on that. The mailing list, man, that's how to do it. That's at bigpodcast.com. Also, if you're subscribed here, of course, I'm going to mention it here. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe for that. Thanks for listening. And thank you for that rating and review. Why? Because people see me before they can hear me. It helps me to reach more people with this message. That enables me to help those people to reach more people with their messages. So thank you very much. I'll see you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.